Paul, seems like an eternity since uh, the Lions travelled south to be beaten by the Bulldogs last Thursday night. Probably wished it was an eternity for our next guest, Danny Daly, who joins us now from the Brisbane Lions. Good morning, Danny. Morning, boys. How are we going? Well, it was a loss, and I must admit it was one that I didn't think was going to happen. I, I guess we've been waiting for the Bulldogs to turn it all around, and and we'll be waiting this week for Geelong to do the same, but they turned it all around at the wrong time for you guys. Oh, yeah. Look, um, they are a pretty good footy team. I know they've lost the first couple of weeks, but we always knew it was going to be a tough game, and they come out hard, and it was a tough game, and they took their opportunities. We didn't, and they got the four points. So um, look our wounds and, and get ready for this week. Seems as though, Danny, um, it's a bit different from the, the lost first opening round from Port. It was different areas. Goal kicking early on, did cause you uh, some what of a problem. Scoreboard pressure would have been great. Joey Danaher was excellent in week two. Not so good last Thursday night. Uh, he had four shots on goals, so he could have had a great game and kicked four goals, potentially. Um, but yeah, our goal kicking wasn't uh, up to the level that you'd like it to be. And, and as you said, it put scoreboard pressure on the opposition, and, and we weren't able to do that. And obviously, you know, they got some shots in front of goal and kicked them, but yeah, it was completely different than round one, where we didn't think our effort or intensity was there, whereas on the weekend, definitely, it was, a, it was like a finals-type atmosphere. There was a uh, hell of a pressure game and a lot of mistakes made as a result of that pressure. And, um, you know, we couldn't get our ball movement going at times and they couldn't either. So it was a bit of an arm wrestle. And, um, you know, unfortunately, they were able to they were able to see it through and, and, and uh, get the job done. Danny, I don't know whether you know the answer to this or whether there is an answer per se, but when, when you're coaching a team like this and you've got those gun forwards like Danaher, Hipwood, etc. Is the instruction to the midfield when you go forward, you've got to look for those guys first, say Joe Danaher in preference to Eric Hipwood and then those behind them? Because I've got a solution to this. Jack Gunston. Jack Gunston. Most accurate kick in the, in, the, in the game. Yeah, well, he's part of our three-pronged attack. So, um, you know, and I, I think I mentioned it you know, a minute ago, like our ball movement, you need, you need your ball movement uh, humming a little bit so that your forwards can be yeah. uh, running their patterns and get rewarded and all that. And if you get stagnated with your ball movement, it makes it really hard for the key forwards because they get caught out of position or numbers get back to the opposition. Um, so it was more to do with our ball movement than how our forwards were for operating, to be honest. Um, and we've had a good look at the game and had our review with the players yesterday. And, uh, you know, I, I see how our, our key forwards have been smashed a bit in the media and, you know, there is yeah. a bit of that, which is right. But, We've also got to have a look at the whole box and dice, and I think our ball movement played a big part in that as well. Danny, one thing that must be pleasing is Harris Andrews' form. He looks as though he's back to his best. He had a couple of quieter seasons after injury, but he looked really good on Thursday night. Yeah, I think he's had a fantastic year so far to date, Harris. Um, back to what we know he can play, you know, mocking the ball back from the opposition and getting his spoils in and creating plays for us, and even young Jack Payne, I thought, took a few good marks in the back line. So I think our defenders are actually um, are playing you know, pretty well at the minute, uh, especially the last two weeks. So, uh, yeah, we can't say anything untoward about those guys. They're, they're going really well, especially Harris, who is leading from the front down there. No doubt the game of the round this week is your match on Thursday night where you're at home, but you're taking on a ramp in Collingwood. They're so good across the field, aren't they? The Goey, the Dacos boys, etc., they're going to be hard to contain. 
Yeah, they had a great start to the season, uh, scoring quite heavily. Um, they're potent in every line, as you mentioned. Um, they've had some big wins, obviously, against Geelong and then Port Adelaide and obviously on the week against Richmond. So it's going to be a great challenge for us. Um, back at the Gabba, but it's one I think we're up for and ready for and our players are, you know, after a couple of days after the loss, um, full of energy and ready to go. So uh, it'll be a great opportunity for us to, to get back on, on track at the Gabba. And does Dan Rich come back in, Danny, or is that yet to be decided? No, yet to be decided. We have our main training session tomorrow, so he's um, ticked all the boxes that he needs to so far, so he just needs to get through training tomorrow, so hopefully hopefully he can, and uh, hopefully we can get him back into our back line, um, because you know, we, uh, we certainly need him back there for our ball movement, no doubt about that. Bearing in mind what we saw in that Carlton match, was uh, dissent on the list of topics to talk about yesterday in the review? No, not for us. Not for us. Okay. Um, not for us, no. We'll leave that to the AFL and the Giants to work through, I suppose. And, Danny, uh, it's not all doom and gloom, because you've got some new boys into the team, and they seem to be gelling quite well. Jared mentioned Jack Gunston there, Josh Dunkley who doesn't seem very popular with the Western Bulldogs fans, Danny. Did you did you pick up on that at all? Uh, no. Any, any vote that comes up against their opposition team now gets booed. Even if you used to be a coach there, I think you get booed these days. Jeez, so, <laughs> he uh, coughed uh, it on the weekend. And Will Ashcroft's uh, great as well. So the, the, some of the new yeah. players are, are, are slotting in nicely. Yeah, they are. Um, Connor McKenna's been pretty good down back, and Jack kicked a few goals on the weekend. So, you know, it, it takes time for these guys to... To not only um, Joe into the team, but for the rest of the teammates to to get the connection with them and understanding. So that takes a little bit of time as well. But I think we're sort of starting to get there a bit. But you know, we're we're one and two. We'd prefer to be three or zero and two and one to be honest. But the season is a marathon. Um, it's not all doom and gloom for us yet. And um, you know, we're we're quite confident that we can get going again and uh, get our brand of football that we need to and, and get back on the winners list. We've seen a few upsets already. Does it take pressure off? When a side, a high-profile side like like yourselves, are not expected to win, or perhaps not deemed to be as good as what they are by the public, uh, not really. Um, I mean, internally, internally, we feel that we, you know, we should be we're a better side than one two, but we're not. We're one and two on the ladder. So mm. internally, we know we um, we should be better, and we've got a bit of work to do in some areas of our game, and we and, and we won't, you know, we won't rest on that or will shy away from that but we also know that our best is good enough and sometimes it takes a bit of time to get to your best and um, you know I've seen sides in the past peak at the start and then fall away at the end and yeah. and vice versa so there's no rights or wrongs it's just a matter of trying to make sure you get your best footy going at a certain stage and then start winning those games where you need to. Well Danny we were four and five when we won our first flag so all is not lost is it any truth that when you walk into the Gabba though Thursday night you get handed a torch as well? <laughs> yeah, I think the Gabba will be on high alert this Thursday night, won't they? <laughs> the electrician will be standing by, Danny. <laughs> oh, mate, look, uh, yeah. let's hope you. Yeah. Uh, let's hope we can bounce back and make it two and two, Gabba. It'll be chockers on Thursday night against Collingwood, mate. Win or lose, you always join us. You're always in a great mood. We love having you on, mate. Good luck Thursday. Thanks, boys. Great having you back, Jared, and uh, have a great week, boys. Thanks, thanks, Danny. Good luck Thursday. Danny